When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to No Filler. I'm Travis. And I'm Quentin. And to kick us off today, here is a brand new single from Narrowhead. This song is called Caroline. from houston can do no wrong q just terrific no wrong um yeah narrowhead has has you know pro- probably one of the the most heavily played artists on no filler i think if you really like look back at all the you know what your herds that they've been on the year-end best ofs that they've been on they were probably on the best of the decade list right yeah because satisfaction uh their first full-length record came out in 2016 so yeah yeah ever since i I stumbled upon these guys i've just been absolutely in love with them everything they do is just it's the perfect amalgamation of like all of my favorite rock styles you know they got the 90s grunge sound that they'll throw in there they've got some shoegaze in them but yeah i mean this this song had maybe a little bit of um like the 2000s era post-punk stuff that we liked as well right so i mean they they put it all into this you know they wrap it up into a nice enchilada and we know about enchiladas <laughs> in texas q which is where I, they're from airhead does too yeah tex-mex that's what i'm trying to get at <laughs> so um hey q here we are this is our brand new year brand new format for 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 no filler we're doing monthly episodes now coming at you once a month now once a month with hopefully a format that you have all come to to love as much as we do, which is our What You Heard format. Yeah, I really hope that that there aren't a lot of listeners out there who have been skipping our What You Heards. Well, let's put it this way: if you hate What You Heards, well, thanks for listening. You know, but you'll probably <laughs> you probably won't be coming back. <laughs> uh, but that's all right. Yeah, so we're switching it up, uh, just you know, because life got in the way for for me. Life got in the way and for you. I'm, I'm super busy, dude. I every day busy you're so busy that you're scarfing down chili cheese dogs on the zoom call i'm scarfing down 
an extra long chili cheese coney right now because we just put our newborn down for his, his uh, you know, his overnight sleep. And <laughs> we didn't feel like making dinner, dude. It's understandable, Q. You know, when you when you need something quick, extra long chili cheese, dog. Sometimes that's all you got to do. But I, I, I'm telling you right now, dude, I can't even stomach that. I don't think I would do well with that. It's one of those guilty pleasures, dude. Sure. It's for something for something about it, dude. I've always I've always gone straight to the extra long chili cheese cone. I don't get the regular size. I get the extra long. Have you ever done two regulars? Does that equal the length of an extra long, or is that give you a little same, bit dude. more? It's not the same. Okay. It's not the same because with the extra long che- chili cheese cone, I gotta say the same. I'm hoping that Sonic will sponsor us. You know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. New year, new sponsor. Just something about that. That dog just like <laughs> dangling off the end of the bun. <laughs> I mean, you could just take the regular dog and just sort of like pull the... No, no, no. Pull it out a little bit and make it feel like it's no, dangling no, no, no. a little bit. No, no, no. Well, my my guilty pleasure, fast food guilty pleasure for the longest time was the Jack in the Box taco. I still get those. Yeah, it's been forever. But yeah, dude. Yeah. it's It's got those like street taco vibe. You know, like it's fried. They freaking deep fry the damn thing. Yeah, some, they do something to it. They fry it in a pan on some, in some super hot oil. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. But let's get let's get one thing straight. There's no way that's that's meat. You know what I mean? That's not real meat. No, it's. it's but whatever something. it is, it tastes great. Um. But anyway. Anyways. <laughs> oh yeah, let me just say this one real quick. So that again, that song was called Caroline by Narrowhead. February tenth, they have a new record coming out called Moments of Clarity. Which I think is awesome because we had, you know, we just got a new record in 2020 from them, um, 12th House Rock. So I'm just happy that they're they're cranking out these records, man. Because it had been a while between um, Satisfaction and 12th House Rock. It had been like four years. So that's awesome, man. Anyway, they're, they're staying active. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Cranking them out. Yeah. All right. So as you were probably about to say, and then I interrupted you. This is our what you heard format. If you don't know what that means, this is basically a mixtape format, if you will. We each bring five tracks to the table. We alternate. Uh, you know, you get to hear the other person react to hearing the song for the first time. Usually. We're, we're pretty good about bringing songs that the other one hasn't heard yet. Right. Exactly. Because with what you heard, it's pretty much, you know, free balling. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty much free. I mean, it, it, I mean, I guess game. you could, yeah, it's free balling, I guess. It's pretty much free I'm range. I'm that in, by the way. Oh, free balling. Whatever. <laughs> it's uh, free for all, I guess. Free for all. There we go. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is you've been hurting yeah. in between each month, bring it to the table and, and we're going to play it. Any decade, any genre. Yeah. None of that matters. Um, yeah. But for the most part, you know, we like what we like. And so, you know. If you like the kind of music we play on the show, you're probably going to like the What You Heard's, right? We will do episodes in the normal format again at some point, even if it's not once a week. I have a feeling we might decide to to squeeze in an extra episode. My schedule will, will lighten up. Eventually, at yeah. Some point, at some point, yeah. yeah. So we might get back to the, the old format, pick a record, talk about a few of the non-singles on the record, right? We had actually teed up a few that we were thinking about doing at the end of the last year. I'd still like to talk about those bands in greater detail. Stereo Lab, I think, was one of them that we talked about maybe doing an episode on. Indeed. Stuff like that. Anyway, so So let's let's get to it, man. 
Let's just jump into tunes. Let's let's do a little rapid fire tunage. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. So I'm gonna go first. Okay. So, man, do I got some tunes for you, Q. Some tasty jams. I feel like you've brought a song from this group before. I'm jumping the gun. I have not. Screen. I have not. Well, I recognize the album cover, so I may have heard this stuff. Before. Okay. You may. You may be familiar. I do remember liking it. Okay. So this is a this is a group called Beak. B E A K. Don't remember how I stumbled upon these guys, but it is kind of a, I guess, a super group, if you will. It's made up of, of members that, you know, belong to other bands with uh, Jeff Barrow or Jeff Barrow. That's sort of the name that jumped out at me uh, because he is one of the founding members of Portishead. And maybe more importantly, to me at least, he is part of the duo of composers that have done just about every every Alex Garland film. So he did the soundtrack along with this other guy named Ben Salisbury for Ex Machina, Annihilation, Devs, which is this miniseries on uh, FX that I absolutely fell in love with, and some other stuff. He's also done uh, an episode of Black Mirror. So he's done a bunch of soundtracks as well. So anyway, he's awesome. But yeah, this, this group is really interesting. Um, the best way to describe their music is kind of kind of what they say here. It's experimental rock with elements of like trip hop and electronic in it. Some of it kind of reminds me of Holy Fuck, which I don't know if you've ever talked about them before, but yeah, we've we've brought them up before. Okay, um, I believe they were on our our best of the decade. Uh, yeah, and there may have been like a, a new song of theirs that I brought for What You Heard or something like that. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm just gonna jump right into this tune here. So this is off their 2018 record. Uh, basically, every record of theirs is just made up of greater than signs, basically. <laughs> so this is uh, their 2018 record with th- uh, three greater than signs is basically the uh, name of the record. So this song is called Brian Down.
was awesome. I loved it, man. The the drums sounded very much like Can, you know, the Krautrock group. Yeah. Very similar flow with the drum beat alongside the rest of the music. But, I mean, nothing like Can otherwise. Uh, it's kind of hard to place their sound. Actually. Well, here's the thing, too. Um, they're all over the place with their sound. In fact, if you'll permit me, let me just play the intro to this other song on the same record, and you'll see what I'm talking about here. So let me just jump down real quick. I'm just going to play the intro. You're going to love this. Uh, this song is called King of the Castle. place yeah because that's like you know it's kind of prog rocky prog rock yeah at least that, that kind of organ sound almost right yeah anyway one thing that's consistent is his voice and he doesn't really have a singing voice um if you like a good singing voice you're probably not gonna like this group but other than that they're just really interesting and like unique like you're, you're not gonna hear any other group that really sounds like this they're kind of an amalgamation of a bunch of different groups when you consider kind of who makes up the band, let me let me read the rest of the ro- roster. Billy Fuller, who is in one of Robert Plant's side groups, as in Zeppelin, right? <laughs> Will Young, which is in a band called Moon Gangs. And yeah, I guess it's a three-piece right now. But there have been some other um, previous members. But anyway, uh, you know, it's just kind of a... It sounds like it's it's kind of like a, a side project for these guys. So, you know, this is where they kind of let their hair down and get, get wild, you know what I mean, with this sound. So, anyway. All right, again, that band was called Beak. That song was called Breen Down. And then I played another song there called King of the Castle just a little bit there. All right, Q. I'm going to pass it to you. What's your first pick for us today? All right, man. So, shout out to the Shoegaze subreddit once again. You know, kicking off the year, dude, with another shout out to these our lovely shoegazers on the shoegaze subreddit, man. We have found so many great artists through this lovely group of people. And uh, this is so I'm just going to give a shout out to the freaking username, man. I'm glad it's not like I eat dicks for dinner or something. There's some weird ass <laughs> usernames out there, dude. It's Reddit, you know. <laughs> Yeah, the username I want an M3 guitar. Uh, this was posted last month. It says, My new prized possession and rarest vinyl in my collection came in today. Tokyo Shoegazer's masterpiece, Crystallize. Okay. So that's the name of the artist, Tokyo Shoegazer. And wouldn't you know it? It's Shoegaze. Uh, it is a Japanese group that formed in 2010. And then they released this record, Crystallize, the following year in 2011. This is just your straight-up, loveless, My Bloody Valentine shoegaze, dude. But it is fantastic. And I just found out from their Wikipedia that they actually contributed two tracks to a My Bloody Valentine tribute album called Yellow Loveless. That is nine different Japanese artists covering the entire Loveless album from track one all the way to the end. I'm going to cue this freaking up 
as soon as I can, dude. I'm excited. I never thought of the possibilities of how awesome a cover of a song from Loveless would sound because that's just an album that it's just, you don't touch it, right? It's a tall order, so, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they, my favorite track on that record, Only Shallow, the opening track, Tokyo Shoegazer covers it. Anyways. Awesome. Yeah. So again, this is a uh, shout out to the the Shoegaze subreddit again for introducing me to this group. Again, the artist is called Tokyo Shoegazer, and this track is called Just All Right. Good vibes. I love that album art, dude. <laughs> uh, it's perfect shoegaze album art. It's like this cat just laying down and surrounded by uh, guitar pedals, right? <laughs> a bunch of effects pedals, yeah. Because that's that's <laughs> essentially like a symbol for shoegaze is just guitar pedals, right? Gazing down at their shoes, man. That's how that's how it started. Yeah, especially that 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 big muff um, pedal right there that you can kind of see Which off one? to the side. Uh, the big one that's sort of uh, yeah, kind of. Spilling out of this. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I don't know my effects pedals, but yeah. Yeah, the whole album's great, dude. And they kind of go back and forth with the singers. Yeah, man. Good vibes throughout the whole album. Some of it's a little heavier than that, but a lot of it's just, yeah, just those. It's a good mix of like heavier side of Shoegaze and the classic Loveless mixed with a little bit more like the Dream Poppy 
almost letting up despite great fault. Mm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at times. Anyways. So where can you hear the Yellow Loveless record? It's not on Spotify. I was looking for it, dude. Yeah, I think it's going to have to be a YouTube a YouTuber. thing. Because yep. I can't even find, like, there's no band camp for it either. But um, but there is, okay, so someone someone mentions that they, so this is another Shuge, sub, uh, Shuge's subreddit post that I saw when I typed in Yellow Loveless into Google and there were, it was kind of a debate. What do you prefer, Blue Loveless or Yellow Loveless? So apparently there's a Blue Loveless out there somewhere. This is, I'm assuming, is another cover uh, album. Okay. But someone says, I prefer Yellow Loveless mainly just for Boris's cover of Sometimes. Mm, interesting. Now that song is on Shoegaze, and that's going to be our outro okay. for today. Cool, cool. Because it's bound to be awesome. So. Yeah, totally. Anyways, totally. Uh, let's jump right into the next one. You dude. said it's on Shoegaze. You made it on Spotify. That's what you meant to say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one's on Spotify. All right, so that was Tokyo Shoegazer. The song is called Just All Right. And I'll pass it back to you, Trev. What you got? All right, Q. This band really uh, really threw me for a loop, Q. And I stumbled upon them through this other artist, through like a similar artist thing. For another artist, I'm going to bring a couple tracks from now. So what what blew me away about this band, they're called Liquid Liquid. They just sound kind of way ahead of their time. Uh, so they came out in the 80s, and they are a no-wave dance punk group. Ooh, it makes me think of The Undoing of David Wright. Whenever I hear dance and punk. Dance punk, yeah. And a little bit of no-wave, dude. Yeah, I'm sure it's nothing like them because... There's never going to be uh, no. Undoing of David Wright. <laughs> but what's interesting about them is that most of their music, it's very centered around per- percussion and like congas and marimbas and stuff like that to make uh, these grooves out of like percussion cool. and stuff like that. Really cool. So I'm just going to cue this song up here. This song, this is off their 1983 EP called Optimo. The song is called Scraper.
guys must have been playing alongside Talking Heads and all those other noise rock bands, right? That was coming up in New York, Sonic Youth, all those groups. Too. I mean, without a doubt, because these guys are from New York. Yeah. And it had, it had some David Byrne vibes a little bit. Maybe some Remain in Light vibes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. And that's the thing. Like Afrobeat. You definitely hear the mm-hmm. Afrobeat kind of stuff, right? It made me want to bang on a trash can, dude. Strum on a streetlight. 100%. And, um, you know, Remain in Light ha- had already come out by then. So uh, no doubt an influence, right, on these guys. But yeah, uh, you know, that's what No Wave was all about. Ditching the the, the rock um, formula, you know what I mean? And just throwing that out the window and just kind of doing yeah. this really unique exper- experimental stuff, right? Um, so yeah, that EP is just really cool. Uh, again, it's called Optimo. It's four songs, and yeah, they're all these kind of really interesting percussive-based like songs. And that one had a little bit of like jazziness to it with that xylophone, really cool, right? Yeah, good stuff, dude. Yeah, so that band was called Liquid Liquid. That song was called Scraper. And Rapid Fire, Q, what do you got? All right, dude, I got a great one to bounce off that. This artist is named Madeline Goldstein, and they are a former front person of Portland's infamous and long-running synth-pop outfit Fringe Class, who I've never heard of, and I'm definitely going to dive in. And they've been doing solo stuff for just the last couple years now, and uh, I'm going to read this line here. It says, With emotion and a strong ear for pop melody... Madeline Goldstein echoes the energies of New Wave, Dream Pop, and Dark Wave, all while showcasing the vocal range and theatrics of femme pop icons of the 80s and beyond. Madonna? Madonna. That just made me think of uh, the birdcage scene where... Uh, Michael Kidd, Michael Kidd. Yeah, Madonna, <laughs> Madonna. Um, man, what a great movie. Robin Williams dancing around. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, all right, dude. So, yeah, you're going to love this. Uh, I like the term dark wave. I'm all about it. I've been getting more and more into that sound, dude. So, when I think of dark wave, is that like is that like Depeche Mode kind of stuff? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, quick shout out to Aurograph, an artist that mm. you got me into, dude, I did. that I am obsessed with now. I did. He is my go-to for uh, music to listen to while I'm working. Well, dude, you just took your first step into a larger world my friend. i know man well that's because i'm finally sitting down behind a computer desk all day that's what, for work that's what dude it's all about just started doing that anyways he has a playlist out called aurograph selects and this is one of the artists on there so again this is madeline goldstein and the song is called one more day
Well, I could listen to that one more time, Q. That was, <laughs> that was a great song. One more time for one more day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just like that classic 80s synthesizer warm blanket, you know what I mean, that I just love. Uh, great vocals too, man. Yeah, this belongs This belongs on a Stranger Things mm, Yeah, dude. Totally. Although I think they keep it they keep it real. And they keep it legit. Yeah. Legit song. Yeah. Songs from the 80s. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I'd, I'm going to have to dive into their their one uh, full length album that came out in 2020 called Forget This. Because if it's more more of the same, dude, I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. a good old time. Yeah. Solid, solid. Awesome. So yeah, once again, that's Madeline Goldstein. The song is called One More Day. Pass it back to you, brother. What you got? Uh, well, we couldn't have planned this better because this artist I purposely picked because I think you'll love this artist as much as you love Argraph. Same wheelhouse, Vaporwave, right? This artist, and here's another theme with Vaporwave is beyond like the 90s aesthetic, right? Of like weird, almost like you're looking at clip art or something like that from like the 90s yeah it's like it's like microsoft 95 or whatever microsoft or like windows 95 what did i say <laughs> yeah yeah windows 95 it's like windows 95 the name of this artist queue is windows 96 <laughs> oh my gosh which is the point i'm trying to make i think i may have heard this artist before you probably have no. um but i fell down a rabbit hole looking for all the examples i could find of artists that name themselves after 90s software and i found a couple or i should say i found a few there's an artist named wolfenstein osx (laughs) there's another one named encarta.bin you remember encarta oh yeah dude encarta was dope that was about before wikipedia there was encarta so there's an artist called us golf 95 i've heard of them too and i was listening to some of their stuff anyway that's just a thing that vaporwave artists do anyway like i said this 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 guy he goes by windows 96 all you need to know is he's a vaporwave artist this particular record it's called nematophy uh came out in 2016 and as he describes it here on his Bandcamp, this is a small chill project i put together while experimenting with snes games sounds sweet so speaking speaking my language right yeah that's cool uh, so he he made this record using authentic sounds to the snes super nintendo entertainment system for those who aren't our age <laughs> uh all right so here we go this song is called you know and again the artist is named windows 96 Thank you. 
range for people that like this stuff and i want to you know like how how narrow is it because i can't get enough of it man i think it's actually larger than we may think it seems like maybe it would only uh appeal to people in our age group because of this exact reason like it, it he's literally using sounds from from our childhood from our childhood exactly yeah man. but i think a lot of people in in gen z listen to this kind of stuff too because the only reason i'm saying that is because I, a lot of the artists that make music like this are from generation z like mm. young young dudes cool i didn't know that well vaporwave started way before gen z was making tunes true true anyway um yeah dude if you like Aurograph, which i know you do q cue this record up on spotify it's called nema tofi again the artist is named windows 96 and he's got a bunch of stuff bunch of stuff on his band camp and on his spotify like he, he's very prolific as a lot of these vaporwave artists are like they can just crank this stuff out uh, but anyway lots of stuff to dig into if you like that guy all right uh back to you key what do you got all right man i'm gonna i'm gonna take us to the more like serious side of electronic music okay like we're gonna keep it keep it electronic okay um this is an artist that goes by actress I heard of her and that's a dude. Heard His of name's Darren Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me of uh, Andy Stott, you know, that artist that you showed me, Trev? <laughs> that you showed all of us here, actually. Yeah, we did an episode. Um, yeah, and the name of the episode was The Darker Side of Electronic, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I was just scrolling through my likes to find an extra song for tonight because I did not come prepared, brother. But this song has just been sitting back in, you know, in the, the depths of the massive liked songs folder on Spotify. And uh, it's an album called Karma and Desire came out in 2020. And the song is called Leaves Against the Sky. Thank you. 
Yeah, I love that, man. That is my... I knew you would, dude. It hits all the right spots, Q. That song in particular, I love the piano. It added such a nice, like, kind of elevated a little bit. This guy's been making music since 2004, dude. Well, I was going to say, he actually has been on my radar for a long time because... uh, So, another electronic musician, Tycho, who we all know and love. We all know and love Tycho. He... I don't know if he still has it. Man, I'd be surprised if he still has it. But the that blog? It was a a blog. Yeah, he had a blog. Okay, it's still it's still active, believe it or not, called ISO fifty, and um, yeah, it's not the same format anymore. But he he used to have yeah he used to post music on the blog side of it, um, and I remember it must have been twenty twelve. He had a actress track from his 2012 record r.i.p uh so yeah I've, I've been aware of this of this artist for a long time i just haven't really delved too deep into him and after listening to this song like yeah i gotta gotta jump into it because that, that was great it's great so that was actress with the song leaves against the sky pass it back to you brother we got two songs each left what you got all right, Q, I am not going to say much about this artist because I just want to hear your straight-up reaction to it without giving you any kind of any kind of clues or hints. So this artist, her name is Lizzie Mercier de Clos. I think I said that right. She's a French musician. I'm going to cue up the song, and then we'll talk about it because I don't want to say any more. The song blew me away, dude. So this song... Is called Roommate. me of like i don't know like the sporadic craziness of bjork you know mm, interesting like just a yeah super unique mind clearly 
How much of that is she doing on her own, right? Or is it a full band? It's a, it's a full band. Okay. Um, Damn. Amazing. So that record came out in 1981. Holy shit. <laughs> um, what? Another, this is another No Wave artist. Uh, uh, again, so her name is Lizzie Mercier de Clos. So yeah, Afrobeat again, right? This is right after Remain in Light came out in 1980 right dude how did i not man where where this whole record so it's called mambo mambo nasal is the name of this record this been all this time great question q who's been playing it i don't even remember how i found it um i may have found it on uh, stumbled upon it either shazammed it when i was out in the wild um or or something i don't know but and this is how I got to Liquid Liquid because one of the, the related artists under under her was Liquid Liquid. Anyway, um, so very similar to Talking Head, Talking Heads, or at least in, in a way, because um, you know they they recorded. I, I want to say Remaining Light. Um, I'm not going to get their names right, but the the married couple in Talking Heads they were they were off in like Africa or something like that living in Africa and that's where they were kind of experimenting and, and, and playing around with, with uh, the Afrobeat kind of stuff and listening to um, Fila Koti, I think records or something. Anyway. So similarly with Lizzie here, she wanted to go to South Africa and record with musicians from Soweto, which is uh, I think Soweto is like a township in uh, the city of Johannesburg uh, South Africa. Anyway, so she wanted to get legitimate African, South African musicians to record on this record, right? Uh, and apparently, South Africa was still under apartheid at that time. So in order to persuade the record company, she recorded some tracks in Paris, inspired by South African music. And apparently that convinced them. So I don't know if I mentioned this before, because I didn't give you much about this, about this artist, but she's from Paris. So she's a French um musician well, yeah, singer that, songwriter name, name like that yeah composer actress writer painter so she's she was very talented she passed away um a while ago but anyway yeah like i said dude blew my socks off it's so ahead of its time right yeah because so many so many female artists uh kind of borrow from that vocal style that's kind of sporadic like vocal style nowadays yeah, right cool a lot of the stuff that's coming out now the indie stuff that's coming out now i feel like sort of nods to this and this was going on 40 years plus for over 40 years ago right crazy anyway so check out this record it's it's great man mambo nasal the whole thing is amazing and yeah it'll just blow your socks off too all right throwing it back at you you got two more tracks cube all right man so this is a group that i've been listening to on and off for a while now never really got past this album of theirs is from 88. So we're going back to the 80s. Uh, the artist is called Galaxy 500. I've heard of them. The album, yeah. It's another yeah. Shigaze record, right? Sort of. Yeah. A little bit different. Um, almost more like... Um, like Stereo Lab? No. Uh, Bell and Sebastian? <laughs> yeah. Sort of like Miracle Legion, that, that side of, of, of uh, 80s music. Gotcha. Okay. I love yeah. that, dude. I love that style. It's like all yeah. the alt rock, early alt rock stuff. Yeah, a little more like a little more soft. So um, 
Yeah, I haven't heard any other album of theirs, and they've got quite a few, and I don't really know what I'm waiting for, because I really like this album. Uh, and yeah, we're going to play track nine off the record. So again, this group is called Galaxy 500. This song is called Tugboat. Yeah, I mean, you can totally hear that uh, as a song that might get played on Pete and Pete, right? Because yeah, dude. the Pete and Pete uh, music selection was all from from this this style of like '90s shoegaze and alt rock. Yeah, man. Well, I've got a perfect song to to follow up from that one. So yeah, again, so that was I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna go for pass it. it off to myself. That was Galaxy 500. The song was called Tugboat. What do I got? Let me tell you. For my last song here, here's another band, dude. Get ready to just slap yourself and be like, why, where, how have I not heard of this band before? So this is a dream pop group that formed, I I believe, in the 90s. And, you know, we're putting out music in the 2000s as well. It's a band called... Pia Frau, and this is one of those one of those songs that'll just have you flowing around the room, Q. So uh, again, this record is called Insularium, came out in two thousand two. This song is called No Need for Sanity.
Yeah, how did I miss it? It's just too much good music out there. You can't you can't find it all. Except I guess we found it now, but that's the thing though, dude. Like, and that's the thing. I, I you can't get mad at yourself for, for missing <laughs> out, right? Because you know what? Here we are enjoying it now. And yeah, I'm glad I'm hearing it now, dude. Great but here's stuff. the thing, and here's the thing you you'll never know. If I stumbled upon this in 2002 when it came out, would I have liked it? Probably not. Because I was into yeah. like the Strokes and Interpol back then, Spoon, big time. This this wasn't my 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 my, my cup of tea at the time. Right. Uh, so you know, good point. Dude, music finds you when it when you're ready for it to find you. You know. Truth. I'm gonna put that, I'm gonna put that on a fucking bumper sticker, dude, <laughs> or a shirt or something. Just a thought. All right, Q. What is your last pick for us? What are you gonna What are you gonna bring us home with? I saw. I saw a track on your list that's interesting mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So I'm bringing a Kings of Convenience song, dude. That is one of my favorite songs of theirs, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing it is because that is one of the songs I sing to Ronan. Oh, that's precious, my friend. Every night I sing. There's, that's one of the songs that I sing. It's kind of one of the lullabies that I sing. Them. Uh, we're talking about a song called Homesick, which is track one on Kings of Convenience's album from 2004 riot on an empty street the record that we haven't talked about i think we've done both the other records we did yeah that was a bonus that was that was a pulling from the vault record that's right because i think we were i think we recorded it and never launched it but never and never played it yeah never put it out yep exactly anyways did we play the song on the episode i don't know it's probably the intro song but anyways cool Anyways, dude, it's a song that's always in my head because I sing it pretty much every night. It's a great song. Uh, yeah, it is. And yeah, Kings of Convenience, no need for an introduction for these two boys. These two Norwegian boys. Norwegian folk pop boys. One of our favorite groups. Maybe, I think they're, they're up there now, number one for me, dude. Favorite group of all time, dude. They're definitely up there. Spoon has now been toppled by Kings of Convenience. Just Yeah. From album to album, it, yeah. There's just something be. special about Just them. something yeah. special about these guys. Anyways, so that's how we're going to wrap this one up. So again, this is Homesick by Kings of Convenience.
I've traveled far and I've burned all the bridges I believed as soon as I hit land All the other options held before me Would wither in the light of my plan So I lose some sails and my bars won't be happy But there's only one thing on my mind Searching boxes underneath the counter On a chance that on the tape I'd find A song for Someone who needs somewhere To long for dude uh absolutely beautiful track and again like this is a band that we discovered the funny thing is what this came out in 2002 2004 2004 2004 so like it's not like we were only listening to interpol and strokes we were listening to this very soft folk band too but this was this was this turning point for us like this was the first group that we listened to and you were the first one to get into them dude and and it took us a while to to latch on me and mitchell and whoever else i I was slowly working on you guys it was like i was bringing you into the the kiddie pool of folk rock just like i try to bring you into the kiddie pool of heavy metal well that one's you're still working on that one dude yeah i know Um, and yeah, this is the first track on the record. And it's been a while since I've listened to it with headphones. And my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's better. another thing that's that's always blown me away about these records is how well they're recorded. Yeah, they sound amazing. very, very particular and very hard on themselves with their recordings, dude. Yeah. What we've, yeah. You know, we've learned. yeah, especially uh, Erland. He's like a stickler for, for how it sounds. Anyways, dude. Yeah. A good way I to had, to, I had to check the lyrics to make sure I was singing them right, because <laughs> I yeah. sing, you know, I sing it to Ronan every night. How spot on, dude! It's because we've heard the song hundreds of times. I think, and yeah, lives. it's it's it might be one of my favorites of theirs. Yeah, it's special. It's there. And they're kind of like, I think we talked about this. Speaking of, just to tie this back to the Crosby, Stills, and Nash episode that we did, where uh, you know we played that clip of I think it was Graham Nash saying like. Something special happened when the three of the voices got together, right? When they sang yeah. together. Same thing yeah. with these two guys. Erland Oria and... Eric Lambeckpo. Eric Lambeckpo. There's just something magical yeah. about... I know. They're, they're harmonizing. The sound of their two voices together, right? Because, hey, yeah. I I love Erland Oria. He does a lot of solo stuff. Why Boy Live. Sounds great when he sings. Yeah, Why Boy Live. 
Same with, uh, I think he, he had a, I forgot the name of it, but he had a side project, the other one, Eric. Eric had, had a side project. They sound great by themselves, you know, but when they come together, magic, you know what I mean? Totally. And that's Kings of Convenience. All right, Q. Well, there we go. We've wrapped it up for this month. We're done. I can just, you know. First, what you're take, you take the next few weeks off. That's right. It's like minimal effort. <laughs> maximum tunes you know that's right because we we're go. still coming out with with our our, our music heavy episode format is not going away that's the new template for no filler is what you just heard 10 songs you heard how kind of varied the songs were right sometimes they're even more dramatic than that those were actually kind of had a nice flow to it i think those songs yeah, i think so dude but um you know if you, if you tune in next month, it's usually me. I'm usually the one who brings in a, a 180 for us, but that's the whole point. You never know what you're going to hear on this show. If you like metal, listen long enough. I will sneak in metal whenever I can. Um, and Quentin will say that he likes the music. He likes the riffs usually. Doesn't like the, 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 the lyrics. Lyrics are down, but you know I'm working on it. That's fine, dude. Yeah, you got you got time. Yeah, tune in next month for the next episode. That's how that works. <laughs> Monthly episodes. That's it, and we're gonna and we're gonna wrap us up, dude, with with a cover of a song from Loveless by My Bloody Valentine. I'm stoked about this. This is apparently a sludge metal band. Get out of here called boris can you imagine dude a metal group covering my bloody valentine well uh, we, we know got... all about dream uh we, we know all about doom gaze q we do and we know all um, about doom gaze. yeah this group other genres experimental rock psychedelia noise ambient again the group is called boris and according to that one reddit user on uh, the shoegaze subreddit this song alone is worth uh listening to this loveless cover album just to have your ears be blown off by a sludge metal cover i'm i'm stoked about it uh this is a cover of track eight off of my bloody valentine's loveless it's called sometimes and again this is a cover by the japanese sludge metal group boris and that's how we're gonna outro us out for this japanese episode japanese sludge metal dude all right. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll be coming at you again next month. Until then, my name's Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.